Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We are in Unit 20, Session 4 of the Gospel Project. We're on Day 2, reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. I want to remind the church that the Sunday following Resurrection Sunday begins a series at Northbridge called God in Government. We're bringing in a special speaker for the four weeks following all the way through the first week in May to talk about God and government. It relates to the passage that we have here before us today. For this passage contrasts wisdom and foolishness. And it is the wisdom of the world that is foolish when it is compared to the cross. And there's a question that we have to ask as we look at this passage. I'm going to let you study the contours of this passage and and simply just direct one particular thing to your thinking today. And that is to ask you this question. If the cross is the wisdom of God, if the gospel is the wisdom of God, and it is foolish to the world, what is it that God intends to shape in the world with the cross? What is it that God intends to do? And maybe we have short-sold the cross itself in what is what it's doing in the world. Um, we tend to have Jesus in our heart, right? Jesus in our heart. Jesus is the Savior of of our soul, but we don't want to let him out of our heart into other areas of our life. But that is not the way that the gospel comes to us. Um, that is not what this passage um, is saying. It's saying, who is the one who's wise? Where's the scribe? Where's the debater of this age? Has God has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world did not know God through wisdom, it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe, right? So we are being saved, but it is, it is that salvation that is wisdom. And without God's wisdom, without this revelation of wisdom, we cannot know what our purpose is. We can't know what we are here for. And so to simply say, well, the, the gospel saves our soul in an ethical and moral capacity, but doesn't get out of that category beyond that and tell us exactly how to live in all of life is to truncate the gospel. Let me put it this way. We ask, well, what is the gospel shaping? What does it shape? Did the gospel come to shape simply a church? Um, a, a church. And what is your understanding of church? And I would say, no, that actually um, the the gospel didn't come to, cha- to shape a church or to create a new religion. Um, to put Christianity into the box of religion is to tie it down to something far too simplistic. Um, was it religion? No. Actually, it's it's not. Did, did does the cross simply reveal theology in a particular category? No, it is bigger than theology. Um, in and it's really interesting when um, when Augustine, one of the early church fathers interacts with some of the thinking of the day, he doesn't interact on the terms of religion. Um, He doesn't interact in the terms of theology. He doesn't interact in the terms of philosophy, but he interacts on, on the level of the polis, the city, 
the level of government that literally what what Paul is is telling the the Corinthians that this wisdom shapes a new reality, a new nation, a new people, a new city of God. Um, that is what God is shaping. That's what this wisdom is for. This wisdom is meant to invade every area of life so that people together, as they are redeemed, live in a new way, a new reality, a new relationship, that they are the people of God as as the city of God together, that, that the church literally forms this new nation of Israel, this spiritual nation that we understand that our allegiance and our efforts are, uh, they, they owe themselves to a, a different king, and we are in relationship to every other human king, um, and by that, I, I, I mean rulers of this world and rulers of this age, not the God-man Jesus who is king, um, we are to relate to them in a in a different way because our allegiance is to Jesus in him alone. We, we've been studying through 1 Timothy, and um, in the the key to that study on Sundays as we as we worship God together, the key to that particular book is the idea of household, of household. In in Roman cities, the city itself Um, the polis was made up of an association of oikos or households. It was the households that formed and shaped the city. That same idea is, um, is being communicated to the church there in this, in the Greek city of Ephesus to that Greek and Jewish congregation in that city of Ephesus under uh, the elder, uh, the elder of of Timothy, um, his direction that what God's doing is he draws men and women into a new understanding of their relationship with God. He begins to reshape not just their home, but also their political orientation that the church itself is a new political orientation. It's a new policy. So we don't have allegiance um, to liberalism or conservatism, but rather we understand that our allegiance is to Jesus. There's nothing more that liberalism, political liberalism, or political conservatism can add to the gospel. And, And a lot of people don't see it that way. That this is what this is what Paul is getting at is that the wisdom of this age comes through the knothole of the cross. You can only view that wisdom through the cross. Otherwise, you just simply become an activist church. And, and we have seen how a lot of churches have capitulated to activism in our world. That is shifting sand. That is um, being blown about, tossed to and fro. Um, we are not to be simply activist churches. Now, we are called to be a church of the gospel, and that's where it begins. Um, that's where it's rooted and formed, and that's where everything else, um, that's where everything else grows and flourishes from, from that particular thing, the redemption of, a, of people into a new people of God under the rule and reign of Jesus Christ in his kingdom. So I hope as you read this passage today and um, you look at 
the wisdom of God, that this isn't just simply something that the wisdom of God that comes to us simply for salvation, but salvation begins to work a new wisdom, a new reality, a new way of looking at the world around you, a new relationship to your brothers and sisters in Christ and those who do not know Christ. Those purest joys restore Be still my soul And change and tears are past All safe and blessed We shall meet